Welcome to Romance Your Tribe Radio with me, Janet Beckers, where every episode focuses on simple action steps you can do this week to grow your business online and bring joy to the work you do. Hello and welcome. Well, we've got a very special behind-the-scenes episode of Romance Your Tribe Radio today because I'm going to open up and tell you the whole decision process that I have just gone through to turn my signature $2,000 Attract Your Tribe online digital course, I've just now turned that into a monthly membership program. Huge change to my business model. So I'm going to share with you why I've done that. What were, what were the real deciding factors that led me to do that, to make it so that that course is no longer going to be available for sale? The only way to be able to get that material is through this membership site. So I'm going to, I'm going to run over like, why did I go to this? Why did I see the need? And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to work through with you about is, so you can make the decision yourself whether you should be going with a course or whether you should be going with a membership program. So we're going to have a look at like when is a membership site best? And we're going to have a look then at when is an online course best? And then we're going to go through and work through a decision process so you know what is going to be the right one for you. So we're going to walk through about five different steps, questions that you need to ask yourself to be able to answer so you know that you are making the right decision. And then I'm also just going to give you like a bit of an idea on how much work is going to be involved in either one. So you can also take that into account. So Total transparency here today. And so at the time that this goes live, I will be opening up the doors to the founders, founding members, and I'll be closing it as well. And I'll explain to you why am I doing that and why that is something that is important for you to do if you decide that you're going to be offering a membership program. Okay, ready to dive in. Um, I would love to hear from you if this is really helpful or not. So, and I will have a downloadable checklist for you so that you can go through uh, what I'm going to be covering in these notes today. So you can go through that decision process yourself. So I'll have those decision, those questions for you to ask yourself there all in a downloadable for you. So just go over to the podcast page and you will be able to, to grab that and be able to work through it for your own business. Okay, so I'd love to hear from you if that helps you. And if you have questions at all, like which is the right one for you, come over to the Romance Your Tribe uh, free Facebook group that accompanies this podcast. Come over there and ask some questions. And, um, and I call in there and I'll be able to help answer some of them and you'll have other people in there as well. Okay, so let's get stuck into it, folks. So first of all, what is the Attractor Tribe program and or was? the Attractive Tribe program, and why did I personally make that decision to change it over into a membership program? So the Attractive Tribe program, I launched that about a year and a half ago. And brand new program that when I uh, did my total rebranding to Romance Your Tribe, I created that 
as I was actually going through the process myself of reviewing my business, closing Wonderful Web Women, launching a brand new brand, launching new offers, new messages, all of those sorts of things. I thought, you know what, when I'm going through this process myself, I'm actually going to approach this as if I was my own client because this is stuff that I help my clients to do all the time. So I thought, you know what, I'm really going to test to see if my systems work. So what I did is I went through all the systems that I worked through with my clients and I kind of, I, you know, every, as I went through processes, I really, really refined what I did with my clients. So there was step, there's, you know, step by step um, checklists, the templates. As I created things for my own business, I created templates as well so that other people could be able to use those. I removed a lot of things that I thought, you know what, that's unnecessary. I found when I did this in my own business, I didn't need to do that particular step. So I'm just going to remove that. So streamlined it as well. And so the end of that was a program, Attract Your Tribe, that is very, very much from taking you from, you know what, I really want my business to go much better than it is now. Or I've my business has changed and I really need to really look at it from scratch or <laughs> I already have a really successful business offline and now I want to take it online and leverage my time so I can have a holiday. So these were the people who I created this for and when I launched the Attractor Tribe program, the people who've gone through that, they just got results so much faster than when I was doing the helping them before through my other programs. So that is the best feeling when you know that you have created a program that helps people to take action so much faster. You know, I had people who had done my previous programs who had paid to be part of this one and their feedback was, wow, like I thought the other one was good, it was helping me. I cannot believe how much faster and simpler and less stressful this has been. So and so the nice part there is I knew that I had created something that is really highly valuable for people. And that's what you want to be able to say to yourself. You want to be able to go, I know that the course that I have created or the course I'm in the process of creating or the process that I'm going to be creating when I've had my first, you know, when the first clients have enrolled, we're going to, you know, we're going to be creating it live, whichever way you do it, you want to be able to know at the end, you know what, this bloody well rocks. <laughs> I know this works. That's what you want to be able to say to yourself because if you're going to be putting that effort into creating something, if you're going to be having the trust of the people who register for your programs, you want to know that you can stand up with incredible pride and go, yeah, I know this is going to get you the results. You're crazy if you don't want to get that because it makes it for you to be able to sell something is so easy because you know it's going to help for people. So that was the number one. So having done that, having created that program, having tested it and refined it on myself, and then having run that program with numerous clients going through it, I know that that works. But here is the big but. What I found, because this is not a program where I'm teaching a tactic, I'm not teaching something like how to launch a podcast or how to create videos. I'm not create I'm not teaching something that is a tactic 
or a very specific strategy that you just need to learn how to do it and then you can do it. What I have is something that is going to totally overhaul your business. So it's going to take you from really getting super duper clear on what is your uniqueness, what makes you stand out from everybody, through to really working out the most profitable clients, to working out the sweet spot that is going to make you stand out from everybody else in the market, from getting your branding, your messaging right, to working out your offers, to know exactly how much to charge, to know whether you know you should be doing a membership site or a um, high-end offers or low-end offers, you know, to know that stuff. And then, <laughs> you know, to be able to launch, to be able to, um, you know, systemize a business and outsource, all of those sorts of things. It's very, very much a business building thing. So for me, what I found is people go through that at different rates. Some people have a time in their business when they can just totally, totally focus on this and they can really get a lot of traction in a few months. Other people are flat out in their business or flat out in their personal life or flat, flat out as an employee doing building this up on their side. And so it takes longer for them to do that. Now, as part of, um, you know, Really, I mean, that comes with every program, of course, but much more when it's something that is around a whole business building model that is more general. So what I found was when I did the launches, um, I was running some live Q&As for people and people were act that, that was really keeping people motivated and taking action. So while I was running those, people were really building momentum and kept on going. Now... But what I did find is once I stopped running those live, the, you know, people weren't getting the same momentum. They weren't getting that same sort of working through with the same amount of energy. The, um, the Facebook group itself started to really slow down um, because there wasn't that sort of live input happening all of the time. So for me, that really started getting me thinking about what can I do to help these clients to get ongoing results because when you've got something that is very much a whole business building thing or it may be something that takes people a long process for example you know if you're in the health and fitness industry you know about that losing weight or about um you know being able to get super duper strong and continually changing your you know, the program that you're doing to get strong. That's just an example. Um, you know that, um, you know, what is it that I can be doing? So what I, what I could really see there was I needed a way to be able to keep that energy going and keep that um, motivation, keep that support, a way that I could do that for these clients that also meant that it was going to be good for my business, that I wasn't necessarily going to be providing ongoing support for five years uh, for people who purchased a program all that time back then. So I needed to find that balance. So that's what I've done. I decided that, you know what, for me, the best way for me to do this is to turn this all into a membership program to make it so that people could, number one, get access to all of the training materials as long as they stay a member. Um, and I can continue to add things that do not distract, 
but that actually build on. You know, I can add in short hacks that are like little things that can people help people to you know, have a quick win as they're working through the program. So I thought there's, I can do this. And then I can also have a way where, you know, every month people can get an opportunity to come on and have those Q&As, ask those questions, that there will always be new people coming into the program that keeps that momentum going in the Facebook group as people are taking action. And I can also have a way to be able to, you know, do hot seats so I can have little case studies for people in the program so they can actually see, you know, problem solving. Because you know what it's like when you're building your business, you can learn how to do something, but once you start implementing, then there's going to be questions that are specific to you in your business that you really need to be able to have somebody you can talk to. So that's the absolute main reason why I decided that I was going to change from this being a course that people could purchase when there were live launches, they could get some um, a certain number of weeks where we would have some live Q&As, and then it was really on their own. That was the main reason I changed it, because I asked myself, what is going to be best for my clients? So we're going to talk about that in a minute, about how do you make that decision and how did I make that decision as well? Now, um, okay, so let's then have a look. So that's the reason why I did this. I'm just referring to my notes. If you're seeing me here on the video, you can see I'm looking down here to make sure I don't um, go in here. And so, you know, and there was one other thing that I realized um, was a real motivating factor for me is apart from what was best for the clients, I also asked myself, well, what is best for me? And I realized that I am by nature a connector. I am somebody who loves to connect with people, loves their stories. And I found that I really wanted to be somehow connected to the people who had were doing my program and then were taking action. I didn't want to only be part of their story for only a small section. I wanted to continue to be part of their story, to be, um, you know, seeing them progress and be behind the scenes and help them with that. So for me, that was a really important thing is I did not want to um, build relationships with people and then move on. I wanted to be able to be there and continue those relationships with them for as long as it suited them. So for me, that was a really important one. So now let's have a look about how do you decide what's going to be best for you. So we'll have a look first of all about what makes um, a course the best thing for you. And then we'll have a look at what makes a membership and then we'll go through the decision process. And as always, I really would love to um, hear from you. If anything that I've been saying then is an aha for you, I would really like to know. Um, so the first one is, when is a course best? Now, number one is you want to be able to test the market. So if you haven't been working people through a process before, you want to be able to do that in a way that you're not tying yourself into something and then having to cancel it. 
in terms of a membership site. So if you have a way of, of really beta testing that your processes work, then a course is a great way to do that because then you can actually refine it and make sure that you're getting results for people and see if there is a demand uh, for you to be able to give some continuing support to that. Quite often, you may do a course first and then you may have a membership site on the pro on the back end of that. That's a really great way to do it. For me, that didn't work as well. Um, so what makes a really good course is if people can get results in a set period of time, and usually if you can make it, say, less than eight weeks, the course may go for 12 weeks or even a longer, but you want the average person to be able to get their results in a month, six weeks, eight weeks max so that you can then spread it out, you know, to a little bit longer to be able to say, okay, now the support finishes or the live support. Now, that's a really good one. So if you're going to make it that they can get results in that time, knowing that you're not going to have people who are going to be there doing this full time, they're fitting in it around everything else in their life. So think about what is a realistic thing for people to achieve. So this works really well if you have a specific strategy, if you have a specific tactic. Um, for example, I have a program that I um, am not selling at the moment, but I'll be launching next year, which is around using video, how to get great and confident on video, and then some really good strategies that use video to build your business and drive to sales. Now, that is very, very much something that people can learn they know the system to use, and then they can go on their own. They don't necessarily need to have continual ongoing support to do that. Um, so for me, that will be a course rather than a membership site. So for you, if you've got something that may be one section of what you teach or that you help people with, that makes a really good course. Um, now, the other thing is a Pro, you know, it's really good for you if you decide that you're going to have courses. For sometimes you may decide, okay, well, you know, the things that I had were around mine, around it being, you know, quite a long process, is that can work okay as long as you're continually bringing new people in so that your alumni can choose to repeat if they want to. Now, if you're totally rocking at launches, if you feel quite confident doing that and you're um, you'll find that you know you're quite comfortable with the idea of only having one intake per year or two intakes per year and putting all your focus on that. Well, then courses can be a great thing for you. As you'll see in a moment, there are still launch processes that go around a membership site. Now, the other thing that you also need to consider is if you're going to be doing courses where it may be opening and closing, uh, that you want to know that you've also got other offers in your business that are going to maintain that cash flow in between. Otherwise, it gets really stressful when you have uh, the flood and the drought. So that's another thing for you to consider. You, of course, can be having evergreen sales of your programs, but I can tell you now from experience and from all of my colleagues that you may have evergreen sales, but you make a lot more sales of your course when you do a launch when you have a live open and close. So you may have that, but the evergreen, um, you know, can take a bit of refining to make sure that it continually works for you. Um, you'll hear a lot of people go, look, just set it up, have it as evergreen, and you'll just be always making money all the time. Not as easy as that seems to be able to refine all those systems to make it so that 
the whole process is profitable continuously. Um, okay, so that's when a course works well, especially well if it's a tactic or a specific strategy. Absolutely perfect for a course. Now, when is a membership site best? When it's content that people may have to take various amounts of time in order to be able to implement. So it's something where it can take quite a while and so people want to have some kind of ongoing support in order to be able to implement that and get the best results. That's when it can work really well. So something that may be a bit more general. It can be the kind of thing when you can have people may have, you know, that following the course, but you know that if you can be doing something that's going to be um, inspiring them to get motivated, that you can be providing something that is going to make it so it helps them to implement faster, not distracting them, then that can be great for a membership site. It can also be really good if you have a market where they're continually doing the work and they're continually refining and testing things. Again, I talked about the health market, that that can work really well when it say comes to fitness and, um, and, and weight loss. Um, it can also work really well in the business arena if people are continually having to apply what they're doing and continually coming up with obstacles and if there are things changing a lot in your industry as well. Um, and also, you know, a membership is also really good if you're wanting to have continuous cash flow in your in your business. If you want to have something, if you're looking at what your business model is and you're thinking, you know what, I do have lots of, you know, intermittent sales or they might go with a launch or it might be that most of your sales are a high-end program. So you may have, um, you know, you're not having sales constantly. You may have a, a bit of a lead time up to people deciding to enroll. So you may want to have some kind of cash flow that is happening between there as well. And for me, that was a great attraction as well. So that's when a membership site is best. Now, something to be totally transparent here is there are numerous ways to structure a membership site. Numerous ways that may require you not doing any of any input at all. But what we're talking about here is when you are in the transformational business. So if you help people to go from point A to point B, if you help them to be able to you know, they've got a big goal and you help them take all the steps to get there. So you're helping to transform the kind of membership site where you're, where you're part of that transformation and constantly helping them. That's the kind of membership site I'm talking about here at the moment. Okay, so there's quite a few different approaches, but that's the one that I'm talking about. Okay, so how do you decide what's going to be best for you? So let's have a look at that. So this is the decision that I went through and so this is the decision that you can do. The first thing you have to ask yourself is what is best for the client? Always start there. So many people start with what is best for myself and you'll see in a moment that is equally important but you must start with what is best for the client. So if you know that something that gives them short and sweet, get the results and get out is going to be best for the client, definitely go for a course. Don't try to turn it into a membership site. If it's not best for them, they're going to see that, okay? Um, so, or if it turns out that best for them is that they want to feel a continuous ongoing support, so as they come across challenges and it takes a while, 
then yes, a membership site is going to be absolute best for those clients. So number one, ask yourself what is best for the clients. Now, I've got a downloadable that is for you that goes with this. So go to the podcast page and you'll be able to see where it can download those questions to ask yourself about what is going to be best. Now, once you've worked out what is best for the client, now it may be obvious to you or it may still be gray. Now, either way, the next question you have to ask yourself is what is best for you personally? So this was a big one that I had to think about because one of my highest values is freedom. And having a membership site, something that is a continuity program, means that you can't say, I'm out of here for a few months, we're closing this, okay? Um, Because people aren't going to continue to pay while you close. So for me, that was, okay, can I do this without being tied down? And so we'll talk about that in a moment. Um, So that is number one. So what is best for you? So for me, that's where I mentioned right at the beginning that I recognized in myself that I get a lot of my um, job satisfaction from being part of the journey for pe- with people for years um, rather than just giving them some help now and then they're on their way. So for me, that's where I get a lot of value. That's where I get my sense of achievement through my business. So for me, that worked really well for me. Me working out how I'm going to create that in my business is, um, is we'll talk about that in a minute. So that's, um, you know, that, that was the second one. So number one, always start with the client. Number two, then go against that, what is best for me. If it doesn't turn out that, you know, you can, that you can be doing this as a membership site, it is never going to work for you, don't do it, okay? You may end up breaking your long course into a few separate ones instead. That's another option that you've got. So always ask yourself what's going to be best for you. Now, the next thing that you want to know is what is going to be best for your business? Because if you are acting as the CEO of your business, you and your business are separate entities. So you need to know for you as a CEO, what floats your boat? Like what makes you feel, yeah, that feels as if that's going to give me satisfaction. Now you need to look at this other entity, which is your business. So what is going to be best for your business? So a good thing here to ask yourself is, What other offers do you have in your business? Now, one of my big concerns is I have a higher end program, the Attract Your Tribe Accelerator. And that's where people are working through my modules, but they also get me working with them at a really close level. It's where they get direct um, feedback from me. It's where they get onto private calls where we map out their plan, where we do their 90-day plans, where we work out their launch, where I help them to personally working with them on working out their offer, their costing, their sales letters, their um, their sanity. Surprisingly, a lot of the stuff I do is helping people to have balance in their life while their business grows. So You've got to ask yourself what happens with your business. So for me, I had a concern that I was, that this could cannibalize that program. 
So a big part for me was working out, okay, I need to be super clear in both these offers. What is the difference? I need to be super clear on that. So that was number one is to make sure that it wasn't going to be confusing for clients where they'll go, I'll have that one. It's cheaper rather than I'll have that one and I'll have this one if this is what I need. So very, 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 very clear on that. So you need to ask yourself, what other offers have I got? You also need to look at things like, would it be good to have some continuity cash flow in the business? Or is that not an issue? So um, look at what is best for your business itself. So you've got three entities there, okay, because you are not your business. Now, there are two other things that I want you to have a look at. One of those is, what are your strengths? What are you personally bringing in that are strengths in you that you can be giving to this program, whether it's going to be a course or whether it's going to be a membership site? And I know that one of my big strengths is if I can get on a live call with either a group of people or with people individually, people can give me their problem and I can very, very quickly see what needs to happen and I can cut through all of the confusion and just say, do this, followed by this, followed by this. I can do that very quickly. And so it can be something that can save people hours, very often weeks or months of indecision and going down the wrong path. I can do that very, very fast. So I know that for me, the strength that I have is if I can include some live Q&A where I am put on that spot, that is going to help a lot of people. So that is my strength. My strength is also in creating checklists and content. Um, it's one of those things that I can I know how to simplify things for people. It's not necessarily something that I want to be doing all the time, but when I focus on doing it, I can do it really, really well. I do it every single week on this podcast with checklists. So that is one of the strengths that I've got. So that is included in this particular program. Because that's my strength, I knew when I was running a course, if I wasn't doing those live Q&As, that there was, that was a big thing that wasn't going to be helping my clients. So know what your strengths are. Now, um, so you think about what are your strengths? Um, is that something that's going to work better for a course or is it something that's going to work better for a membership site or is it something that you can be bringing into both so really have a look at that because it'll help you to decide what you're going to include now the next thing that you also want to look at is what are your business's strengths now the reality is when it comes to running a membership program of the type that I'm talking about that is going to be ongoing support for people is there are you need to have systems in place Boundaries and systems are absolutely essential because if you're having a membership site that is not going to be costing people, you know, 500 a month or a thousand a month, something like that, that is more intensive of you working with them, you need to have boundaries because otherwise you're going to burn out. You will limit the number of people you can work with. And importantly, if you're not very clear on what the boundaries are, you're going to sabotage any higher price programs you've got. So that is really important. So in the business, 
Is there within that business the facility for you to be able to put boundaries on your time and still be able to give really good support to your clients? So I know for me, once I have reached a critical number in this new program, I will be bringing on somebody else that will be helping to keep people focused um, and, you know, somebody who their real strength is to do with um, keeping people on track. So I will still be the person that is there doing that hot seating, but somebody else can come in and really keep people on track because working with me really personally on that stuff is only for the hiring clients. So you need to be clear on boundaries that you'll have within your business and can you do that within your business? And also what sort of systems do you have in place? So for me, I already have a virtual team. We already have a lot of systems. So as I've been putting together the trans the the train the, the changeover <laughs> um, into the membership site, I've been creating um, standard operating procedures in their big format and then sending them to my team to say, create some, some procedures around these because this is what we're going to need all around what's going to be happening at the deliverables of the program. So look at yourself and go, can my business systemize this? Otherwise, you're going to burn yourself out. If it, consists, if it doesn't yet, what do I need in my business to make that happen? So just to go over, to make that decision, always start with what is best for the client, then what is best for you, what is business best for your business and the business model, then what are your personal strengths? So you can do the things that you're in flow. Can you include that? And what are the business's strengths? Does your business already have good systems? What can you do that's going to be building on what you've already got so you don't have to recreate? So that's the decision process to go through. So you know, should I be doing a course or should I be doing a membership site? Or maybe I need to be doing a course with a membership site that is only for people who've completed the course. That's the other option you've got. Um, so the I'm just checking if I've got everything here. So I told you that I was also going to talk about the importance of having a, um, a launch as well. Now, the thing that um, when you're first starting your membership site is you don't want to just open up the doors and then do all of your marketing and continue to do that marketing to get people in. Number one, first of all, people respond to a deadline. And also, this is the important one. You want to make sure that your systems work. You want to make sure that what you're thinking is going to be great for the clients, once they're in there, is it what they want? Is Are you able to deliver what they're wanting? And so, to start off with a founding members group, so an intake, and then really focus for that first month or two with those people to and get feedback from them on what's going to make this better. What do you like? What do you think that I'm doing that bleh, I don't really care if you don't do it at all? You know, help them to work out what you can be doing and not doing. So you know then that when you open up the doors again, that you, that you've got a system that's going to work, that people will want to stay. Because with a membership site, it's not so much about the sales, it's about the retention. You want people to stay for years. When I launched Wonderful Web Women like 10 years ago, um, it started off with a membership site. And the, originally, there was nothing in there. <laughs> 
So people joined and there was nothing. It was a good, it had their, hey, we're about to, you know, we're going to start running our first live training and then it will fill up. Um, you know, I, the, I had people who were staying on average, it was two and a half years. So I know what you need to do to make it so that people stay. That's where it becomes really valuable for you. Yeah, I, for those people, I did the sale once and then continued giving value and they would stay for years. Um, so that's, you know, one of the things that you really want to do is start with the launch with the founder circle. Uh, so that's what I'm doing. The new program is called the Success Circle and I will, it'll be this week, I will be opening up the doors. And the Success Circle is, we're going to be just opening the doors for a couple of weeks and then that's it. It'll be closed until the new year, until I know that we've got our systems in place. And I am seriously going to love on these first members. <laughs> I'm going to be loving on everybody, but these first members, you know, they're my partners in creating something that they want to stay part of for years. So I will be doing that with my own launch. And then after that, then you get to have the fun part of experimenting on does this evergreen marketing method work? Yes or no? Does this launch method work or not? Then you get to play. You get to experiment. And that's where the fun part happens. So, um, And then also know that when you're doing this, there is a tipping point because at some stage you will have enough members where between them they motivate and help each other so that your input does not need to be as much on a daily basis. But be very aware that when you're first launching it, you're going to have to put in that time to replace the energy that comes from having a critical mass of members. To start with, it's going to be you that's driving a lot of that energy. So that's a really good thing for you to be aware of. Okay, so total transparency here. This has been my decision process. This has been something that I have been working on and making sure that when I make this go live, that this is going to be something that gives incredible value to people and that I know that my business will be able to maintain and give that quality all the way through. Um, plus, give me joy because I love being part of people's journeys all the time. Um, so keep your eyes open for that. And, um, and if this is something that you're thinking, yeah, Janet, let me in, let me know, um, then just drop me, a, drop me an email, okay? And I will make sure that you're going to be on the early announcement list. So then there'll be some special bonuses for the first people that get in. So I'm super, super excited about this. And, um, and I'm really looking forward to working with that first group of people that come through as our founding members. Okay, let me know um, what your ahas were and what decisions you have made and go over and get the checklist I've got for you that walk you through that decision process so you know if this will work for you. Okay, bye. It's Janet here. Thanks for joining me on Romance Your Tribe Radio. Hey, you heard our voices today, but do you want to see what we really look like? You can see the video version of this episode over at romanceyourtribe.com and grab the show notes while you're there. And if you enjoyed this episode, I'd really appreciate if you show the love and leave an honest review on iTunes or your favorite podcast directory. I'll see you on the next episode.